Hi, my name is Danny Morell, and this is Real Estate Sales, the podcast for real estate professionals and entrepreneurs that are on a path of daily inspired action leading towards success in every area of their lives. Get ready to once again break through and realize your true potential. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 29 of the Real Estate Sales Show. I'm your host, Danny Morell. I've got something a little bit different for you planned this week, Um, and I want to just make an announcement that next week we will not have a new show. I will be um, hanging out with Tony Robbins at the Business Mastery Class in Las Vegas. It's an event that I am excited to participate in. It's an event that I've wanted to participate in for the last three years, and so um, if you know anything about Tony's events, this is kind of like the one to go to. So uh, I'm really looking forward to all of the ideas, to the new visions, um, and to really uh, the, the unlocking of the mind that comes through as a result of this event. Um, guys, as I mentioned before, this is episode number 29. Uh, we're almost at the 30th episode, which is fantastic. Uh, I wanted to take a second and remind you of two things. Number one, uh, we've got 132 ratings so far for the show 130 of you gave us, uh, let's see here, a five-star review. One of you gave us a four-star review. And then there's always one crazy one with a one-star review. But but that's okay. I don't see how it's possible that we could get a one-star review after having so many amazing shows. But there's haters everywhere. That's just called life. So if you haven't had a chance to, go on iTunes and give us a... Um, five-star rating, and leave a review. Um, I actually want to thank um, L. M. McNeil. Um, and I want to share her review with you, Hooked from Day One. Absolutely love the content. If you're ready to take your career to the next level, then don't miss out on this podcast. Thank you, Danny, for starting this movement. Laquana McNeil with Douglas Element. So thank you. And Douglas Element is in New York City, my hometown. So it's awesome to know that we are reaching out onto the East Coast. Uh, Thank you, Laquana, for that review. Uh, Secondly, I wanted to go ahead and remind you, if you haven't already done so, find me on Instagram uh, just by searching my name, Danny Morell, D-A-N-N-Y-M-O-R-E-L. I'm starting to share a lot of great content there. And finally, I'll get into the purpose of today's podcast. Um, uh, Find me on Facebook. Uh, If you go to my personal page, you'll be kind of locked out. I think that one is bogged down with people right now. But really what I've been focusing on more than anything is my business page. So go to facebook.com backslash danny.morell.page. And here's where I'm going to ask you to go there because uh, really about once every three weeks or so, I've been inviting all of you guys into our company sales meetings. And if you haven't had a chance to participate into one of those free live trainings, I highly recommend you do so. Um, What I'm going to do this week on this week's podcast, uh, last week's sales meeting essentially got over 5,000 views um, in a matter of four or five days, which is fantastic. And I had a lot of you mention to me that you would love an opportunity to have last week's sales meeting on an audio format. So that's what we're going to do for this week. We're going to go ahead and share with you last week's sales meeting that was live on Facebook on my page called The Mental Side of Selling. The Mental Side of Selling. And in order to remind you of the message, I've been posting little 12 and 13 minute, uh, excuse me, uh, 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 one to, to, to a minute and 20 sound sessions of that uh, live broadcast on my Instagram account. So um, just as a way to remind you that there definitely is a mental side of selling, that there definitely is the power within each and every one of you to create and to dictate um, and to manifest in the outer world what you're thinking in the inner world. So if you got a notepad and a pen, great. If you're listening at the gym, have a phenomenal workout. Once again, let's get going with episode number 29 Um, a a repeat of our live broadcast recently called The Mental Side of Selling. Yes. All right. How's everybody doing? Great. Great. So first off, while people are joining us, I want to just kind of welcome everybody to another edition of Real Estate Sales Live on Facebook. For those of you guys that don't know, uh, my name is Danny Morell. I'm the host of the show, uh, a show that is actually, I'm going to go ahead and say it's the most powerful real estate podcast on iTunes or on Stitcher. 
Um, if you haven't heard, I've got an amazing show launching on Sunday with my good friend, Mr. Michael Young. Who knows where Michael Young is? You guys all know who Michael Young is, obviously. Michael Young is an individual who's been in the business for 20 plus years, sells on average 100 homes a year or more, and owns 250 doors, 250 rental units. So let me ask you guys a question real fast. What would your life be like if you just had 25 doors? That, 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 that would change things a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So do you think that it would be a, uh, a valuable investment of your time <laughs> to listen to what Michael has to say? Oh, yes. yes. Okay, so here's what we're going to do while people are coming on, okay? I want you to grab your iPhones, or for those less fortunate, grab your uh, Androids. <laughs> and if you have an iPhone, uh, right now if you're watching, here's what I want you to do. There's a purple app purple app that it's like it's like it says podcast right I want you to click on that app if you have an Android what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to download the app named Stitcher 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 okay while the Android using users are downloading that iPhone users when you go to the purple app search on the bottom right hand corner for real uh, for Danny Morell D-A-N-N-Y-M-O-R-E-L and out will pop up the show, and the logo looks kind of like this one. Just open it up and subscribe. Okay? It's a great show. We have powerful guests. Most all of our guests sell 100 homes a year or more, and their entire mission or purpose for being there is just to contribute and to help you out. So uh, same thing for those of you that have Androids. Go into Stitcher, search Danny Morell, click subscribe, and you'll be ready to go. Okay? Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. So listen, guys, here's what we're here to do today, okay? And by the way, if you're joining us, this is an actual sales meeting at our company, right? So behind them, and Jacob, you might want to actually kind of show them, uh, if you can kind of turn it around a little bit, yeah? Yeah, this is an actual sales meeting. So everybody say hello. Hello. Hey. So what you'll notice is a couple of things that you will see that you don't typically see at sales meetings. And I want you to write them down. Number one, there are humans here. <laughs> there are actual people here at the sales meeting. And no, I didn't pay them to come here. And no, they're not just here. They're in all eight of our offices logging on right now, just like you are. And the reason why there are actual sightings of human beings at the sales meeting is because we don't do what normal brokerages do. Like, for example, we're not going to hand out cookies today at the sales meeting, right? We're not gonna talk about problem files here at the sales meeting, right? You're not gonna see three or four different uh, title reps and mortgage officers that have no professional speaking training by the law whatsoever. They're not gonna come up and bore you and waste your time, right? You're not gonna see people falling asleep, right? You're not gonna see that. Uh, you're not gonna see us draw your name out of a hat so that you could win like a big pen to make you feel good about your life. We're not, we're not gonna do any of that stuff, right? We're here for one purpose and one purpose only, and that's to absolutely have an impact on your life and have an impact on your ability to sell real estate. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. And so today's topic is an important one because today's topic, we're going to look at the mental side of selling, the mental side of selling. If you're taking notes, you should probably write that down, the mental side of selling. I'm going to go ahead and declare in belief that if you're here watching this video today, that if you actually apply some of the things that we're going to talk about, or more than apply, if you're honest with yourself, and if you challenge yourself with what I'm about to share with you, you're going to find some areas in your life, and specifically your mental life, that aren't in tip-top condition, that you could work on, and then I'm going to show you how they can actually have an impact on what it is that you're doing. Sound fair? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. So in order to do this, guys, and in order to look at the mental side of selling, there are, I think, and I may be wrong, I think four areas that we need to look at, and I want you to write them down, please. Okay? Number one, I want you to write down the foundational mind. The foundational mind. The foundational mind. And I'm... Foundational mind. Ah, I got the wrong one. Bear with me. This is not the right one. No, this is not the one that I fixed. Yes, it is. Yeah, never mind. 
foundational mind. So what is the foundational mind? We're going to talk about that in a second. Number two, the business generating mind. The business generating mind. Because let's make no mistake about it, when you're selling real estate, the fact of the matter is, is that there's the foundational way you think about life, and then there's what you think or perceive about what it takes or what's possible for you when you're actually out generating business. Yes or no? Yes. Right? Number three, the presentation mind. The presentation mind. And Jacob, my one concern is that, if, is that close enough to hear me? If not, let's try to get it as close yeah, as possible. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. The presentation mind. Because make no mistake about it, guys, some of you feel really, really good about your ability to pick up the phone or door knock and go meet people. And then some of you, you might feel really, really bad about what happens when you actually set an appointment and you actually have to go out and present. Who knows what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah, because it's a different mind. There's different thoughts. There's a different relationship to both of these things. Okay? Number four, write down the transaction mind. The transaction mind. Because again, make no mistake about it, some of us were really, really strong at our thinking when it comes to generating business, when it comes to presenting, and yet once we get a deal actually into escrow, what happens? We fall apart. And we're going to talk about that. Can you guys see how there's different minds, yes or no? Yes. Absolutely. And number five, this is the toughest one of all, yet it's the one that will cause you to generate and create the most wealth imaginable. There's the after-the-sale mind. After-the-sale mind. What is the after-the-sale mind? It's what happens from the moment that deal closes. I'll tell you right now, the top producing agents in this industry are strong after the sale. They value what happens after the sale. The people that are going to create the most wealth in this industry are really, really strong with what happens after the sale. But some of us, as a matter of fact, not some of us, I would say 85% of the industry is horrible with after the sale. And guess what happens? That's why we're looking and chasing constantly for the next deal, the next lead. Why? Because we're terrible after the sale. All right? So this is what we're going to be covering and discovering today. So I want you to go ahead and write down foundational mind, and that's where we're going to start. We're going to start with the foundation of the way our brain thinks. We're going to start with the foundation of the way our mind works. And I'm going to share with you really my thoughts about the way this happens. Listen, you may know me, you may not, but the reality is, is that um, I'm no expert at this stuff. I'm only an expert as... <laughs> as to what I have lived in my own life. So if you don't know my story, um, I started off in this industry 18, 20, 20 years ago, something like that. And um, I only had one mission, and that was to buy my mom a house. That, that was my only focus at the beginning, right? And I can literally remember us having, like, no money. And today, I, I run a company that is going to do a billion dollars in sales. So uh, let me ask you guys a question. What is better for your life? No money or a billion dollars in sales, right? Just, just a billion, that, that, that's, that's kind of a little bit better, right? Okay, good. So you think maybe I kind of somewhat know what I'm talking about here. Yes or no? Yeah. Okay, yes. good, good, good. Well, that has been a journey, guys, and that has been a process. And what today is about is to help you to understand or give you insight into how that process came about when it comes to what happens up here. So when you talk about foundational mind, I want you to write down the following. It's the foundational beliefs that you have about life. <coughs> Jacob, the phone can see the, the screen? No. PowerPoint? Yeah. The foundational beliefs that you have about life. Make no mistake about it, guys. There's a lot of us in this room or in our audience on Facebook that have some deep-rooted foundational beliefs about life. And it's all based off of perspective. <laughs> And your perspective comes from and is led by what has happened in your past. Who you've been surrounded by in your past. The circumstances that you've gone through in your past. Some of you have foundational beliefs based off of what you're going through right now. And they're controlling the actions that you take. But the foundational mind is, is the beginning of everything. It basically dictates, number two, 
what you believe is possible or not possible. What you believe is possible or not possible. you believe is possible or not possible. So I'll give you an example. A lot of us are in this business for one reason and one reason only. And what is that? Money. Yeah, we want to make a little bit more money, right? Now look, I know some people have a hard time with that. But let me ask you a question. Why don't you work at McDonald's? Because you're not going to make any money, right? So, or why not a regular job or you know whatever the case may be? Because you see an opportunity here for you and your family to be a part of this industry so that you can do more with the time that you are allotted and the time that you are investing than you can anywhere else. Yes or no? Yes. That's just called reality. Some people don't like to admit that. That's another problem. It's because they have a foundational negative belief about money. Okay? And so we're going to discuss that again today. But the reality is, is that this dictates your foundational mind dictates what you think is possible or not possible in your life. I want you to write this down. It dictates, A, the type of home you live in. B, the type of automobile you drive. C, the type of clothing you wear. D, the type of food that you eat and the quality of that food. Letter next, the type of plane you fly in. Now I'm getting big. The amount of investments you have. The amount of cash you have in the bank. The amount of homes that you sell annually. The amount of happiness you experience with your spouse. The type of parent you are to your kids. <laughs> Everything, people, is all based off of what you think is possible or not possible. I'm going to explain. If you were raised by a father or a mother, potentially a father, that all they did was work, 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 seven days a week, and you barely saw them, guess what you might most likely be doing in your life right now? Work, 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 seven days a week. And you don't want to do that. That's not the type of person you want to become. But guess what? It's just, and sometimes, the example that you've been uh, uh, raised by. Or you could do the exact opposite. You could say, you know what? I saw that. You know what? I'm not going to be that. But even the decision to, quote, unquote, not be that came from what? From what you saw in the past. Some of us in our lifetime have been around people that earn very, very little money. We've been around family members, we've been around friends, we've been around relatives, we've been around cousins, we've been around that earn very, very little money. And guess what? Whether you realize this or not, that controls the amount of money you allow yourself to earn or not earn. Why? I'll give you an example. If most of your family, for example, earns right about $50,000 a year, then guess what? It's going to be very tough to get past $100,000 a year. Because your subconscious mind sees yourself as, oh my gosh, I made it. I'm doing like twice as good as everybody else. And yet that has no bearings on what's really possible for your life. Does this make sense, guys? Yes. Yeah. Look, a lot of us don't like them. Some of us like them. I'm not going to get into that. But let me ask you guys a question. What would Donald Trump do? What would Donald Trump do if he made $100,000 a year? He would go bankrupt. What would he do if he made $100,000 a quarter? He'd go bankrupt. What would he do if he made $100,000 a month? He'd go bankrupt. What would he do if he made $100,000 a day? Not enough. Now, you may not like him. That's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. But you know what you have to do in order to beat him if you don't like him? Go do something special in your life. Go create a story. Go become an example. Go lead the way. Go earn more. Go become more so then you have a voice and then people will someday listen to you. There's a thought. Instead of complaining and posting on Facebook and this and this and that, guess all you're doing is empowering. That's all you're doing. Does this make sense? Yes. yes. Okay, next thought. 
The next thought is that we are in reality a mass moved at the direction of our minds. That's how I see myself, by the way. I see myself, you guys remember ever seeing these cartoons with like the blob? Remember the blob? Yeah. Right? It's like the, like a, it looks like a big old like jello blob, right? But that, I, I think of myself that way. I'm just like a blob and I literally do and say and act the way my mind tells me to act. You guys ever thought about that? It's kind of crazy. When you think about life that way, guess what you realize? You realize that our outer world is nothing more or less than a direct reflection of our inner thoughts. That's what you realize. You realize that the reality is, is that with the happiness that you have, the joy that you have or don't have, the money that you have or you don't have, the lifestyle that you have or don't have, the sales that you have or don't have, guess what it's all directly attached to, to the way you think? And that's a tough one, guys. That's a tough one. And I'll tell you why it's tough in a second. But right now, I'm going to prove it to you. You guys ready? Yes. Okay. I want you to write down a number from a scale of 1 to 5. 1 to 5. Okay. Now, for some of you, this might be a little bit different because you might be, like, just in the business and you might, like, be building momentum right now. So forget about that. But scale of one to five, I want you to write down number one being if things are not going all that great for you right now with your sales and your listings and your closings. Give yourself a five if you think, yeah, man, like I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Like things are good. Maybe, maybe not where I want to be. Maybe not where I want to end up. But for the most part, things are good. I'm kind of happy with this. You got your number? You got a number? By the way, you have to be honest with yourself. You got to be honest with yourself. All right, circle that number. And now below it, below it, I want you to write down the words that describe your typical thoughts that happen in your mind. Write down words. So for example, a word could be passion. Or it could be doubt. A word could be excitement. Or it could be fear. A word could be commitment. Or it could be procrastination. A word could be direct. Or it could be passive. I hope you guys are picking words because you're going to trip out on this. A word could be leader. Or it could be follower. A word could be aggressive. Or it could be timid. A word could be abundance. Or another one could be, just pay my bills. Or worse, oh my God, I have bills. Yes or no? Yes. But no matter what, guys, the reality is, is that you're thinking a certain way all the time. When you quote unquote feel motivated, how do you look? <laughs> Why do you look that way? Because you're thinking happy, joyful, motivated thoughts. When you are quote-unquote motivated, what do you go do? Whatever it takes. When you are quote-unquote uh, fearful, how do you look? I've literally seen some of you. Edward, you're a great example of this. Edward Estrada is an individual who literally, physically, physically, and this is the beauty of our company, is that I see you guys physically change. Your expression changes. You smile more. You're more excited. And all of a sudden, guess what happens? The board starts blowing up. Edward Estrada is a great example of someone who literally, please, if you're watching this, literally used to look like this. How many of you guys realize it's going to be very difficult to make a lot of sales if you're looking like that? Some of you guys, I know when you're in the funk, because when I show up, you go like this. <laughs> you, just, you just go the opposite way, right? Because here I am, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. I'm passionate. I'm ready to go. You see me, you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> Let me get out of here real fast, right? But now, how do you see Edward? And by the way, am I telling the truth? Yeah. How do you see Edward now? How is he? He just set an appointment right now. I saw him walk by. I could just tell he set an appointment. He set two appointments because of the way he was walking. Edward, how many listings have you taken in the last 60 days? Uh, 
18 listings in 60 days. 18 listings in 60 days. Yeah, give them a round of applause. 18 listings in 60 days. How many did you take in the all entire last year? Uh, one. One. <laughs> One-ish, he said. One-ish. What's the difference? The difference is I had to have a really tough conversation with him because his thoughts were so um, diluted, distracted, negative, and honestly, his mind was being squeezed because of the people that he allowed himself to be surrounded by. He allowed negative people to impart negative thoughts into his mind, and that caused a belief about himself, which caused him to always look like this. Now, all of a sudden, those people are gone, and guess what? He's free, and thus you get 18 listings in 60 days. Kind of crazy that, how that works, right? Now, here's the magic question. What's the magic question? What's better for you, 18 listings in 60 days or one-ish in a whole year? 18 and 60 days, right? So answer yourself and look at the words that describe the way you're thinking right now and just be honest with yourself. You don't have to share it with anybody. If you're out there, this is for you. This is time for you to be honest with yourself. Are the thoughts you are having on a predominant basis positive or negative? It's very simple. There's no gray. It's either black or white. Write that down. And start to self-analyze. Start to be honest with yourself. Start to be truthful what's going on. Because the beautiful thing about writing these words, guys, now, please listen to me. If there's one thing I could teach you today, is that you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are your thoughts. Like, you could be honest right now. Who's honest and can raise your hand and say, yeah, I think I'm a little bit negative right now. Raise your hands. Anybody? Okay, good. Okay, that's okay. That's fair. No, no problem. Here's the beauty of this. The minute you write down these words on a piece of paper, it's as if the words leave the mind and go, and now they're here. Now they're no longer here, they're here. And when they're here, you could look at them and you could go, okay, fear. What the hell am I afraid of? What are you afraid, what are you afraid of, the boogeyman? Or what? I don't understand that fear stuff. What, what are you afraid of? Fear of rejection? Who the hell cares what they say? Who cares what they think? Fear of somebody hanging up? Why? You're afraid of somebody hanging up on you? Some of you are afraid of actually like setting an appointment. Why are you afraid of setting an appointment if you're in a business that is dictated by setting appointments? See, when you write them down, then you, as a responsible human being, as an adult, as a business person, as someone that desperately wants to change their life, now you can look at each one of them and go, why? What's going on there? Why do I think this way? Because if you're thinking negative, I want you to circle those words and I want you to write down this word. You guys ready? Write down dumb. <laughs> okay. This is no bueno. You live in the richest country in the world. You're selling real estate, an industry where people earn, believe it or not, whether you buy into this or not, a million and a half, two million, three million dollars a year. A people where a, a business where an industry where people take that money and in 10 years can create literally multi-million dollars of net worth. Like I know if you're thinking negative right now, you don't want to realize that, but that's the truth. That's just their truth. Can I tell you that you have the power to make that your truth? You have the power. You have the ability to change these thoughts. Now, it's going to take work. It's going to take practice. You're going to have to get dedicated at it. You're going to have to do some things, but you absolutely can manipulate and dictate the way that you think. Who would agree with the statement, yes or no? Absolutely you can. But here comes the problem, guys. Listen, this is very careful. This is, this is very important. I wrote down our outer world is nothing more or less than a direct reflection of your inner thoughts. You know what the problem is with that? Here's the problem. You now have no one to blame for your success or failure other than yourself. When you start buying into that, by the way, Edward, how are we doing on Facebook? People still there? We're good? Yeah? Facebook, you guys out there? You listening? You taking notes? Send me a yes. Even though I can't see it, it's okay. Throw it out there. When you buy into the fact, and this is truth, that your outer world is nothing more or less than a direct reflection of your inner thoughts, 
there's a problem with this. And the problem is that you now have no one to blame for success or failure other than yourself. People, I could literally, I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying to you. This is going to take some time from you guys, but you all have the power as well. I could literally manifest business. I'm not, I'm not even lying to you. I literally wake up on Monday and I'll go, I'm going to set appointments. And all of a sudden, the appointments just start lining up. That's how powerful I have trained my mind to be. You guys all have the same power, by the way. It's just you go, I'm going to set some appointments. <laughs> that stuff is kind of weird. Like, I believe it, but I kind of don't. And you know why I can confidently say I'm going to set appointments and the appointments come? Can I tell you why? You know why I can confidently say we're going to be the number one company in the nation? Can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? Because I bring more value than anybody else brings. Plain and simple. I believe in what my value proposition is. Plain and simple. And I have mastered the process. So I can meet with someone, for example, if I was a real estate agent that wants to sell their house. And I know the process. I know how to do the job. I know what to say and not say. I know how to sign. I know how to sign uh, uh, close for the signature. I carry a pen. I'm not afraid to do this. I'm not afraid of these things. Because why? Because I took the time to realize, oh my God, a long time ago, I'm afraid of listing presentations. I wrote it down. I'm beyond honest with you. I was afraid. Because deep in my mind, I valued being liked more than I valued taking listings. My deepest core value was I wanted people to like me. So therefore, what would happen? I would go on listing appointments, and they would say, you know what, yours, you're, you're awesome. We're going to think about it, and we'll call you back tomorrow. And guess what that meant? Oh, wow, they liked me. And I was satisfied with that. And I would leave. They like me. They like me. Oh, they really like me. Oh, my gosh, they really like me. And then tomorrow, they wouldn't call me back, and I'd be like, I don't want to stalk them or nothing, but should I call? Should I not call? What should I do? And then the next day would come and go, hmm. I mean, hey, you guys, you said you liked me, right? Uh, like, you said you were going to call me back. Let me give you a little hint. They are never going to call you back. You're a salesperson. A salesperson pulls out a pen, hands it to them, and says the words, go ahead and sign the contract. So I can help you get what you want in the time you want. Now listen to me. Some of you don't like that out there. You don't like that. That's okay. You have a right to not like that. But let me tell you what you absolutely won't like on top of this. None of you can tell me that you outperform me. I'll walk in a room right now, and I'll walk in a room with other real estate brokers, throw a thousand of them in a room that have been in business for as long as I have, I'll be probably top three for production, for numbers. So then the question is, what do you want? Do you want to have the right to not like what I'm saying? Or will you realize that it's the truth because you want the numbers? Because at the end of the day, the numbers is the only thing that matters. Does this make sense? Next, we're going to talk about the business generating mind. The business generating mind is always controlled by our deepest, most dominant thoughts. The business generating mind is always controlled by our deepest, most dominant thoughts. And they are surrounded around one of these three. Number one is vision. Vision. Number two is survival. Survival. And number three is fear. Fear. And the really crazy thing, guys, is that our mind is so powerful that you can break these three things down in so many different areas of your life. I've met people that were studs on the basketball court. Absolute studs. Like, they'll juke you, they'll talk crap to you, they'll shoot a three-pointer in your face. Studs, like, dang, this guy's amazing. And then when it comes to selling real estate, fear. Why? Just a story they bought into. 
Can I tell you where most of the fear comes from? Say yes. 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 It comes from letdown. You don't know how to deal with being let down. So you say to yourself, listen to me, I'm going to teach you some stuff here. You say to yourself, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get on the phones, I'm going to make it happen, right? And then you don't set an appointment after three hours. And guess how you feel? <laughs> you feel let down. And you start to say, what about me? Why is it not working? Where the powerful person differs is here's what they say. Hmm. Let's take a look at this. I was here for three freaking hours and nothing happened. All right, that's fine. Number one, how many people did I speak to? Number two, how good am I at my skills? Number three, where did I mess up? Number four, where did I do good? Number five, where could I have closed a little bit better? Number six, how was my mindset while I was talking to people? Number seven, was I looking for an opening? Number eight, was I just accepting their no's? Number nine, was I closing hard? You get the picture? Yeah. And guess what? You have the power and the ability to do that yourself. You have the God-given ability to choose. Listen to me, people, because I'm going to get really passionate about this, because this is what fires me up. You have the God-given ability to choose the way you react to things. Bingo. End of story. As my mom would say, se acabó. The difference between you and I is I'll get on the phones for three hours, and if nothing happens, guess what? It doesn't matter to me that nothing happens. Guess what did happen? I got on the phone for three hours. I made some phone calls. I talked to people. I got a little bit better. I got a couple more no's, which brings me closer to the yes. It's just my reaction to it. That's it. That's it. That's the difference, guys. I'm never let down by anybody or nothing. Guess what? Because no one's in control of my emotions or my thoughts. Nothing. None of you can let me down. None of you. You know I love you guys, right? You know I, I'll do anything for you guys. But listen, you can't let me down. I'm not attached to you. A hundred of you could decide to walk out and guess what I'll do? Shit, I guess I got to go find a hundred more. If a hundred people walked out on you, you would like... <laughs> you, you would start drinking and smoking and eating and spur. Oh my God. One escrow falls out. Adios mio. It's like you're lost. You're lost. Like if, like if, like if planet, like if the end is coming, like if the end is near. True story. I had eight escrows fall out on me in one day. Alex, yes or no? <laughs> look at the look on her face. I wish you guys could see. She's like this. <laughs> like she just had a like heart palpitations just by me saying it what does it mean what does it mean to you what does it mean to you tell me what it means to you let's be real because this is where the rubber meets the road this is be the difference between you selling 10 homes a year or 100 homes a year you know what it meant to me A listen to me very carefully I didn't deserve those commissions B wasn't in my cards, that's fine. C, those people, I'm gonna find them a better home. D, there's a better home out there for them and that's what this means. E, there's a better buyer willing to pay more and I'm gonna find it for them. Letter next, I gotta go find eight more. You can literally, literally become wealthy beyond your wildest imagination if you just learn that nothing is in control of your failure or your success other than yourself. Period. End of story. It's the way you think. It's the way you react. It's the way you plan. It's the way you adjust or choose not to adjust. And all of these things are based off of vision, survival, or fear. I'm going to give you examples. George Borda, if you're out there watching, I love you, my friend. You guys saw that video yesterday <laughs> on my Facebook page, yes? Yeah, yeah, Here's a guy that's been in the business for 20 years. Listen to me, people. 20 years in the business, and he finally, and he's been with us for two years. So I've been telling him to do this stuff, but he just hasn't done it. Why? Because he feared. His thoughts were based off of fear. 
Finally, yesterday, he saw somebody put up a for sale by owner sign. He says, you know what? I'm, I gotta, let me just try what Danny's doing, what Danny's teaching me to do. Guess what he did? Bam, he got a listing. First one ever. Now, question for you. What's more valuable, the listing or the door he just unlocked of the belief that he has in himself? That's more valuable, guys. That's more valuable. Is the fact that now he's not going to be afraid anymore. You know how many more deals that's going to open up? You know how much, how much value that's going to bring to his life over the next 10 years? That's why you guys got to start getting better at this stuff. Because these thoughts you're having are holding you back, not from one deal. Not, they're holding you back from your destiny. Gabby Espino. Gabby, I love you. Gabby joined us. She's a single mother of four. God bless her. She drives from Victorville all the way to Palmdale every single day just to be a part of the momentum, just to be a part of everything. She literally had no business. Single mother of four took two listings last week and is on track to take two more this week. Yeah. Wow. Yes, Thanks. give her a round of applause. <laughs> Jose Perez, our good friend Jose Perez, literally, I don't think he's ever done this before. I think he took seven listings last week in one week. We have, listen, we have our friend Marcelina Martel, who's from our Mission Viejo office. Marcelina Martel, and by the way, guys, hang with me. This is a sales meeting, so I got I to gotta show them the examples. But hopefully, you're listening to what's possible, too. Marcelina Martel has been in business for 13 years. 13 years. Had never taken a for sale by owner listing. Got on the phones, set the appointment at 8 o'clock in the morning, pre-qualified them right then and there. That's another thing. You guys won't pre-qualify people because you're scared to lose. You see how this works? You see how everything you do is dictated by the way you think? She actually pre-qualified them, and she, at 5 o'clock that same day, took the listing. It was like a $900,000 listing. Do the math on that. That's not bad, isn't it? By the way, I just spoke some truth about pre-qualifying, yes or no? Yes. Why don't you pre-qualify? You don't pre-qualify because you're afraid of losing the appointment. Why are you afraid of losing the appointment? What does it mean? It wasn't yours in the beginning. Who the hell cares? Doesn't it make sense for you to be better prepared, better, 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 better understanding, to get all of the questions answered up front than to be walking into a surprise? Doesn't that make common sense, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Then why don't we do it? Because of what's going on up here. <coughs> can you control or change or enhance what's going on up here, yes, yes. or no? Yes. Absolutely you can, guys. Absolutely you can. Eddie Aguero. Oh, my God. Eddie. Eddie Aguero moved from Texas. From Texas, he's seen our videos, he's seen our training. He said, that's it, I'm leaving. He literally dropped everything, cold turkey, rented an apartment across the street from our headquarters in Rancho Cucamonga. Literally, that was 45 days ago. He just, brand new in the business, just got licensed. He just took a listing, he sold it like in two days, and just took another listing already right away. Yeah. But now watch this. Why do you think that happened? I'll tell you why that happened. It started from the decision he made to say, I'm not going to let anything stand in my way. I'm going to go for it. See, when you have that kind of mentality, guess what happens? You add, the results start happening. Some of us, we live in Fuchi face. You know what Fuchi face is, right? <laughs> like you're hearing me say this and you're getting like ticked off at the fact that I'm even saying this. Like in your heart and soul, let's be honest, some of you are just getting mad. Well, I don't know, Eddie. Move from Texas. <laughs> I live right here down the block. Or some of you out there, you, 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 I, I know who you are. You're literally five minutes from our office, and you're like, oh, I will not join Intero. I will not. Why? Well, I don't know why, but I won't. I, just, I won't. Can I tell you why? Because subconsciously, you're not committed to be a part of the best. I, if I, I could not. I don't know how people do this. I, me, I'm so committed to being the part, being the best. I, I couldn't live, I couldn't live 50 miles from one of these offices. I would get up and go and do whatever it took. I want to be around the best. Think about that for a second. Brian Edwards was literally about to leave the business. He was about to quit the business. Right now he's one of like the top 10 agents in the entire company right now. Why am I sharing this with you? It's simple. Because everything that you do is based around three words. Number one, vision. Number two, survival, or number three, fear. When you have vision, guess what you're thinking about? You're thinking about the future. You're thinking about what's possible. You're thinking about what could be. 
And that vision pulls you towards it. Listen to me, people. I have vision, and guess what? You think you have problems? I, my problems are probably, oh, I don't know, $3 million worse than your problems. <laughs> Whatever problem you have, my problems are 30 times worse than yours. I just know how to manage them a little bit better. And it's like when God sees that I know how to manage them a little bit better, guess what he does? Okay, let's give him a little bit more. I literally, I'm a little crazy. But stuff will go in my head the same way it does yours. I'll get afraid. I'll get doubtful. <laughs> I'll get worried. And you know what I do? I go, no, 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 hold on. I can't think that way. Because if I do, God won't bless me with all my goals and my vision. So come on, knock it out. Let's go. Let's go to the gym. Let's go for a run. Let's go do something. That's it. That's the name of the game. I literally think that my thoughts and my inner being are what control my outer being. I, I literally believe that with all my heart and soul. And guess what? You do too. You do too. You just aren't doing anything about it. That's the difference. Next, the presentation mind. Is this making sense, yes or no? Yep. Yeah. Are you guys with me? Yes, I wish you guys can see everybody. Everybody's like... <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that's what you look like. Right? <laughs> the presentation mind. When you're presenting, when you're with a buyer, when you're with a seller, that is showtime. Write that down. That's showtime. Some of you are losing sales because you take too long, because you procrastinate, because you're not direct, because you don't go for the juggler. Guess what they want? They want you to lead them. They're desperate for you to lead them. You think that if I want to buy a house, that I want the process to be delayed and take long? No. I want to buy now. <laughs> you think that if I want to sell my house, that I want to waste my time in a contract for six months? No. I want to sell now for the most amount of money possible. That's what they want. Guess who gets in the way? No, not you. Your thoughts. Your thoughts get in the way. Remember, it's not you. It's not you. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And guess who they're going to list with? Or guess who they're going to buy with? Or People, I would host open houses, and if they even told me for a second that they had been looking for more than three months, I, to me, that was a sale. I'm making sales by the time you are barely thinking, oh my God, I think I got a lead. In my head, listen to me very carefully, I'm making sales and taking listings while you are thinking, oh my gosh, I think I got a lead. That's the difference. If I'm on the phone with a seller, and that seller is a prospect, and that seller tells me, you know what, I've been wanting to move, I'm, I'm an expired contract, I'm gonna put this on hold for a second because I really need to take a break. And I ask them a question or two, and they say, you know what, just, just give me a second and call me, like in, call me like in four weeks. If you can call me in four weeks, we'll talk. Okay, great. Guess what that means? Go to their door tonight and list the house. You see, that's all I'm looking for. I'm looking for an opening. I'm looking for like a little crack. And literally a little crack. True story, I will never forget. I was prospecting one of my greatest clients. They were shutting the door on me, and I literally just stuck my foot in the door because all I wanted was that crack. I said, ma'am, let me ask you a question. She said, what do you want? Originally, when you first put the house on the market, be honest. What were your goals, and did you want to sell this house? And guess what they said? Yes. Okay, great. Take me back to that moment. What was your motivation? What did you want to try to accomplish? Well, I wanted to move to San Diego. Okay, excellent. And as I'm talking, guess what's happening to the door? A little bit more. A little less pressure. This is a true story, by the way. She says, or I ask her, I said, okay, fantastic. And what do you think got in the way of you accomplishing your goal? She says, well, this crummy agent, and then guess what happened? <clears throat> The door opened and she just kind of let loose and I'm talking. And then what do I do? I use the closing line that I used. If there was a way that I could show you exactly why your home did not sell, and most importantly, what it's going to take to get it sold, you think that'd be worth 10 or 15 minutes of your time? Yes or no? Guess what she said? Well, I'm not going to listen with you. No, no, I don't want you to listen with me. Will it be worth 10 or 15 minutes of your time? Yes or no? I always get my answer. <clears throat> Perfect. Then guess what else I said? Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. What's next? Huh? 
Before I come out, there's just a couple of questions that I've got to ask you just to make sure that I'm fully prepared for our appointment. Bam, pre-qualify. And then at the end of the pre-qualification script, or what we're doing now is at the beginning, if what I say makes sense and you feel comfortable and confident that I can sell your home, will you be ready to list your home with me tomorrow when we meet? It's amazing how many people say, I'm not going to list, and end up listing. As a matter of fact, 85% of the people that say, I'm not going to list, end up listing. Why? Because I'm not attached to the fact that they said that they're not going to list. Vision. Your thoughts must be based when you're presenting on the following. Number one, leadership. 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 That's a tough one for some people. That's a problem for some people. Because some of you automatically think, man, I'm not a leader. Okay, well then become one. Okay, well then become one. Become one or get out of the business. Do you see the way I think about stuff? I'm very, there's no gray. There's do or don't or pa fuera, vamos. Okay, that's fine. I, ended up, I wasn't a leader. I just knew what I wanted. I wanted to buy my mama house. And then I wanted to make a million dollars a year by the time I was 27. And then I wanted to, and then I wanted to, and then I wanted to, and then I wanted to. And guess what? I realized very quickly that the only way to accomplish those things is to become a leader. So I started studying about it. I started learning about it. Or I could sit back and not do nothing. Which one is better? Number two, professionalism. Professionalism. Very important. This is where you got to go out and buy the absolute best suit, the absolute best ladies, your best makeup, your best hair, best jewelry, best everything. <laughs> and I know what some of you are thinking, but I don't have the money. Okay, well, figure it out. You've been thinking, I don't have the money for your entire life. Trust me, you know how I know? Because the fact you thought it was, is, is proof of the fact that that's not something you just made up. That's something that you've been conditionally, uh, uh, conditioned to, to believe. If you let, I don't have the money, get into the way once, guess what it's going to do? It's going to come up. I'll never forget when I first got introduced to Mike Ferry. I was at the seminar, and again... Remember what I said, I don't know how people work, like I want to be a part of the best. The man says, I showed this person and this person and this person and this person how to make a million dollars a year. In my brain, I want to make a million dollars a year. Guess what I just did? I walked to the back of the room and guess what? I didn't have the money, so what do I do? Mom, ¿Qué pasó? can I borrow your credit card? For what? Ma, just let me borrow your credit card. For what? You're not telling me for what? Ma, do you believe in me? Well, of course I do. Okay, great. Come on. That's called being a salesperson. <laughs> but what do we do? <laughs> or worse, we go at crazy and then we do it, but then we don't realize, guys, that's the greatest accountability. That's when you know you got to say, you know what I did? To honor my mom and the fact that she let me borrow that, I didn't come home till like 11 o'clock at night. See, I taught myself how to hold myself accountable. How to drive deep within myself. So some of you guys, you need a new wardrobe, right? Because you want to feel like the best. I drive up here knowing there's a couple hundred people watching. There's going to eventually be a couple thousand people watching. I wear my best suit. Driving the best car. Got a haircut yesterday. These things are important. They make you feel great, and they make you look and think and act more professional. Number three, confidence in yourself. Confidence in yourself. I think everything that I have said tells you you need more confidence in yourself. Number four, contribution. This is a big one, guys, contribution. You want to know a very, very quick way to not do good in this business? Because by the way, there's people in this business that sell a lot of homes, but they're not doing good in here. In here and in here, they're not doing good. Numbers don't mean everything, guys. Numbers don't mean everything. I want my cake and eat it too. I want to put up the numbers and I want to have peace of mind and know that I'm helping other people. That's what I want. I want the whole freaking thing. Contribution means that you're going to sit there at that presentation and your whole heart and your whole mind is dedicated to... That's how you're going to contribute to their goals. You're not thinking about a commission check. The commission check is the outcome 
of your mind being set on contributing to them. Does this make sense? Yeah. yeah. Some of us have got to learn that one. Number five, closing. You gotta be a closer. You have to. You have to. The only reason you're not closing, anybody know why? Because you have literally a chemical imbalance in your body that takes place whenever, look at you're getting red. Eric is getting red just thinking about closing, right? You literally have like a chemical imbalance in your body when it comes to you dictating the outcome of things. Can I give you a little secret? So do they. They're just as afraid. They're just as nervous. They're just guess who's gonna win? The one that takes charge. The one that leads. And most of the time, guess what's happening? Unfortunately, our sellers and our clients are taking charge. Why? Because we're letting that happen. True story, my wife. We have a a a, a lady that we go through for human resources. She's kind of like the HR counselor. And for like six months, Claudia's been coming back to me and she's been saying, oh my God, so-and-so, what happened? Oh, she's so rude. Okay. Next month, oh my God, what happened? So-and-so, she's so mean. Great. Next month, oh my God, what happened? Oh, I can't believe she told me that. The next month, oh my, can I tell you something? Stop talking. You're my wife and you're letting someone treat you in this way, shame on you. That's your fault. Don't blame her, blame yourself. She went. But then she goes, oh my God, you're right. I didn't realize it. I didn't realize that I was letting this person influence me in that way. Be honest, do we do this with our clients, yes or no? Heck yeah, of course. Do we have the right and the power to choose, yes or no? Yes, of course we do. Of course we do. And last but not least, number six, don't be attached. Don't be attached. Don't be attached. You can't be attached to the outcome. Look, I want to succeed. I want to help people. But guess what? Not everybody wants to be helped. That's okay. I'm not attached. Don't be attached. The next mind, the transaction mind. The transaction mind. I'm going to start off right away. As tough as it is, you must not be attached. You can't. You can't, guys. You can't be in this business and succeed at this business if you're attached to everything that happens within the transaction. You can't. Everybody feels it. Your clients feel it. The other agents feel it. You've got to go out and believe in such a powerful fashion that the transactions that you put in are going to close and if and when something happens that you're going to handle it to the best of your ability and if it doesn't close, guess what? It wasn't meant to be and you move on. Because now you're going to start strangling these deals, guys. Number two, as tough as it is, you cannot make it about yourself. You can't. That's a recipe for disaster. That's when you'll start doing things that you shouldn't be doing. Behaving in ways that you shouldn't be behaving. It's always got to be about one thing. Contributing to that other person. Helping that other person achieve their goals. Number three, you must lead. You must be the calming force, not the source of the drama. You gotta lead. You gotta be the calming force, not the source of the drama. For those of you that are around me right now, let's take a little. Let's take a little inventory. Ready? You guys ready? Yes. Okay. You guys are here. Okay. Um, just, just, just so that you can you can learn this, right? Number one, do you feel that I am unattached? in terms of my leadership of, of, of the company and my ability to help you, yes or no? Yes. Yes. Yeah, like, I want to help you, yes or no? Yep. But am I unattached? Yeah. Yeah. So is, yeah, check number one? All right, great. Number two, do you feel that I make it about me or do you genuinely feel that I make it about you and helping you? This is all I do, right? It's how, right. Even this podcast right now, people, I have a lot of people, oh, are you making any money? It's not about money. It's not about, it's about, there's a lot of people out there that need help. Pobrecitos, they're with these brokers that are like, on crack or something. They don't do anything for them. They don't teach them or train them or show them. Not, nothing. They just want to hand out pumpkins and cookies and stuff, you know? So, okay, good. I make it about you. Number three, you must lead and you must be the calming force. I know I get excited, but I am, not the, am I not the calming force? Yes or no? Yeah. Absolutely. Right? Sometimes I'm the source of the drama. Sometimes, but not too much. So that's the transaction mind. Any questions about that or do you understand? You understand? Yeah. Fantastic. 
Last but not least, ah, oh, transaction mine. Ah, oh, last but not least, we forgot about this one. Write down the after the sale mine. The after the sale mine. After the sale mine. Guys, listen. Some of you are losing out on your futures because you don't have a system in place when you actually close the deal. True story, every time a deal closed for me, I, the, we, we could not, I couldn't live with myself if I didn't <laughs> tag them a new way as a past client and I would tag them either a raving fan, a warm past client, or a cold past client, right? I would send them out a thank you letter or a closing gift, right? I would mail them uh, 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 different times of the year. Um, I even got so good that I started creating past client events I rented out movie theaters. I threw parties at my house for them. Like, I wouldn't be able to live myself because if not, guess what you're working for? You're working for one check. That's the proof. The proof, listen to me very carefully, the proof that you're making it about yourself is the fact that you're just out there working and operating in a fashion where the minute the deal closes, that's it, sacabo, and it's over, and you forget about them. If you want a long-term business and long-term success, when the deal closes, that's when things just begin, guys. That's when it just begins. So you've got to create a process for that, guys. I spent half a million bucks to create for you a technology platform that if you use it correctly, does this for you. It does it for you. Guess why you won't use it? Take a wild guess. Guess. Take a wild guess. Because in your mindset, you're not committed to creating a great business in the future. You just want to close a deal. You gotta change that about yourself. You have to. Guess why I invest so much money in this stuff? Take a wild guess. Because I'm committed to the long run. I'm committed, to, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not trying to have a company of 350 people. That's mediocre, that's, that's not even, that's just the beginning. There's a, lot, there's a lot of agents out there. There's agents in Texas and Arizona, Colorado, New York, Chicago, are you crazy? Not just about Southern California. I'm trying to take this damn thing over. I'm not playing around. So guess what I do? When my thoughts are those thoughts, guess what I do? I invest in technology and platforms to prepare us for when that happens. Imagine if we all thought alike. Do you know how many sales you would make? Imagine if you actually leverage what it is. Imagine if your thought combined with my thought and it like transmuted into this beautiful, magical thing. Guess what would happen? Oh my God, your life would change forever. Your life would change forever. So after the sale, number one, that's when everything begins. That's when everything begins. And the final thought that I had, and we'll wrap up with this, is a, I wrote down a database is how you create long-term residential sales in real estate. A database is how you create long-term residential sales in real estate. And the beauty is, guys, I know that we're having such an impact with our show with a lot of different people with a lot of different walks of lives, but... The reality is, is that everything that I spoke about today, even though the focus was real estate, you can apply it in anything that is you're, you're doing. You can apply it in your relationships. You can apply it in, in anything that it is that, that, you're, that you want to accomplish. But the main thing I want to leave you with, guys, is that, and you have to understand this, you have to start looking at your life. You have to start looking at your sales. You have to start looking at the outcomes that you're having. And number one, you've got to accept responsibility. And number two, you have to understand that it's a direct reflection of the way you're thinking. That's it. So I'm gonna do something real fast. And by the way, guys, oh, I forgot about this. By the way, I, this is, I don't earn a penny from this. This is strictly, this is a class that helped me and I wanted to help you. We're gonna be hosting this. It's called Beyond Reasons by your friends uh, at Productive Learning. Look them up, ProductiveLearning.com, I believe is what it is. It's August 27th and 28th. And by the way, guys, I know you're out there. I'm going to open it up for you guys, wherever you are. If you want to join us, um, shoot me a private message on Facebook, on my Facebook page, and I'll send you a link. This class changed my life. I took it four years ago, and I actually, I've taken it twice. This is going to be the third time that I take it. Why did it change my life? It's very simple. It's because it showed me that as much as I wanted to succeed, there was ways that I was getting in my own way. And so we're going to go ahead and bring this class here to our headquarters, but the problem is we only fit 60 people. So take a wild guess what happens when you're massively committed to success and you hear that there's a class that taught me how to become who I am. Guess what you do? You're like literally already signing up. 
But guess what happens when you're having negative thoughts? Guess what you think? Ay, pero cuánto es? How much is it? Where can I find babysitting? Where can, you see what I'm saying? It's just habitual. It's just habitual. But that's not you guys. It's just the, the way that you've been conditioned to think. Once you get that, and once you realize that you have the power, people, the power to change the way you think, your life will never, ever be the same again. Sound fair? Yes. Yes. We're going to do something a little fun. Can we show them how we end our meetings? Yes. Yes. Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. Jacob, you want to take control of this? Yeah. <clears throat> Make sure that you guys listen. This is how we do it, okay? Here we go. This is how we do it. We got this from Anthony Robbins, Unleash the Power Within. Jacob, could you make sure that they see the words? Who's going to lead us? Right here. Okay, Lisa Pimentel. Give it up for Lisa Pimentel. Come on, Lisa. Go for it. Class dismissed. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.